It's the Nerd Game! Where we share our challenges. Plus, we meet expert guests. But will we all hit 50k? Find out with the Nerd Game! Welcome to the Words and Nerds podcast where we bring literary goodness straight to your ears. We are back with NaNoWriMo series writing 50,000 words in 30 days or at least hoping to. Adrian Beck, Tristan Banks, Christy Byrne and myself, welcome back, writers and friends. Thank you. It's good to be here. It is good to be here. And I think, yeah, and we've got, uh, we've even got, you got some tips from Jack Heath. I'm looking forward to that later on too. I do. That's going to help everyone out there. We had a little chit chat with Jack Heath and already, I won't give it away, but already I implemented what he said into my writing this week. Oh, mm. good. Well, that's not fair because you got to listen to it before <laughs> we did and yeah, before right. listeners did. So that's yeah. not cool, man. No, so not fair and I don't care. We're all we're all <laughs> aiming for 25,000 words. That's where we should be at this point in history. Well, and yeah. this episode a... will be the episode that changes everything, I think. Well, it, could, it could be. But uh, we're actually day 16, not 15. Oh. oh, you're joking. No, I'm not That's joking. It's even worse. We should be 26,600 or something. Is that right? Yeah, we should be 26,656. And Some Adrian, of us will be, no? Adrian's saying this with such confidence, and yet he was on about 1,200 last time. So I don't know if he had a smashing week or what is going on because he's saying it like he's made it. Uh, yeah, well, you fake it till you make it, Danny. That's the way it goes, you know. <laughs> Do you want to get to the numbers now or have you got something else in mind? Oh, look, I, yeah, numbers are good, but I just wanted to say that uh, the whole time I was trying to find, you know, the magic in your writing, you're just trying to find that magic piece of something. Yes. Mm. And so for pretty much most of this month I was writing without that magic behind my writing and I was like, oh, am I going to find it? I'm just going to write 50,000 words of nothing. And I feel like two days ago I was like, oh, I found a little bit of magic. And Ooh, I found the magic. Yeah, Yay. A little bit. And it's still around? Hey. Did it stick around? Did you keep it the did, magic? It did, it did, it did. So that's what my main achievement is this week, not the words, by the good way. Good on you. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. It's good. It's exciting. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm playing squash sometimes. I get the magic and then it comes back and I've lost the magic and I get the magic. And so I, I'm like all over, I'm bouncing around. But I'm in love with the magic. I want cool. the magic. I, mean, I didn't have any till two days ago. So yeah. I was worried. And I feel like I've lost a bit of it. I feel like I was on a bit of a roll last week. I was loving the writing so much. And then I've had days of speaking and being away and traveling and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And then I've just done sporadic little bits of writing. And it's very difficult if you're not in a rhythm of mm. writing, maybe in the same yes. place or having the same coffee or, sa- you know, something. You get that rhythm mm. up and you can maintain the magic so anyway there's a mm. variation in magic what about you ab well i watched magic mike um and uh, <laughs> that, Again? that didn't really help me all that much but i really enjoyed it it was uh, it was quite a fun <laughs> quite a fun story uh, okay let's get to the numbers shall we let's put these people out of their misery uh and uh and basically find out where we're all at now i said this before we should be at a fairly hefty number which is good. Should is such a harsh word. It is. It is. A, if we want to follow that line of desire, which is the line in the middle of the graph, which plots exactly wow. where we should be if we want to get to 50K, we should be on day 16, 26,656. Ouch. 
who wants to go first? Who would like you, to? You choose. I'll, I'll choose. You okay, choose. I'll choose. Yeah. All right, that's great. All right, I'm going to go with the uh, the human sunbeam, Christy Byrne. Right. So, Christy, this when we when we last caught up, Christy was on nine thousand four hundred and sixty six, looking pretty good, just a touch below the line there. And this week, a week later. Christie's on 18,300. Very consistent, very consistent, about 9K each week. Yeah, which is more than I'd usually write, but uh, I do feel it's looking a little bit like a piece of spaghetti rather than a plate of spaghetti, but still spaghettiing away. Yeah, it's good. So, yeah, listeners, but- we are looking at the line of desire. We're looking at a graph with a a, a, a diagonal going up from left mm. to bottom left to top right, and Christy is straying away towards <laughs> the bottom right at the moment. She is, but she's not flatlining. Like, she's still no. on an angle. So mm-hmm. I th- and I, it's, it's a consistent line. Yeah. That's what I like, unlike yeah. my line. Okay. All right. Well, Christy, you didn't seem too too thrilled about it, but we'll get back to you and find out what's going on. Uh, Danny, uh, you're talking about your line and your angles. Let's have a look here. You started, uh, well, you started strong. And then last week, 12,525, if you don't mind, has gone up. Oh, yes. To 20,087. Just pipped Christy Byrne by a thousand or so. Oh, a thousand and a half. Beautiful. Look at that line. Well, look at that. There's a big flat line there because I didn't write for three or four days. I had quite an interesting week, which was a bit of a big stressful week, and I just couldn't find the magic and couldn't find the time. Uh, But then I thought, okay, I want to get to 20. My goal changed from 26 to 20 because 26 was just unachievable. Yeah. And so I had some time on a plane where I used that. So I cracked out on notes and I just in the lounge and then on the plane just didn't stop. And so because I couldn't check my word count, I thought I've probably written 2K. I'd be disappointed if I hadn't written that. Mm. When I got to Melbourne, did the copy and paste, it was over 3,000 words I'd written. Amazing. That's, cool. I can see that that day where you did 3,000. It goes almost yeah. straight up. It's like one of Christie's yeah. bushwalks or something. <laughs> Danny, Danny do, you, um, do you think you work best like your personality or whatever do you work best with a bit of chaos around you and with you know people chatting and people doing things or do you are you better off if you're in a quiet space and you have you know a perfect desk laid out with the just the right computer and so on yeah so i don't need the right computer i can write on anything whether it's paper or phone or whatever but my because my my brain is constant chaos and chatter i can't also work in constant chaos and chatter because that's double chaos and chatter Mm -hmm. so i need to get myself into a space i think i said last week locked myself into a car did lots of words this time i was trapped on a plane no wi-fi uh nothing but me and my little phone and i just had to i cracked out the words so i just need to be in confined spaces basically to write that's good and could you write a whole book on a phone do you think yeah, for sure. I reckon yeah. I'm, I'm pretty. I do a lot on the phone. Um, well, everything for the podcast. I make mm. do Adobe Photoshop. Everything. I love the phone. Wow. I can just do all that stuff. Oh, cool. that's amazing. All so right. I guess that means you can't edit because you don't go back and read on the phone or on notes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, I don't edit on, and I think that's the beauty of it. I don't yeah. edit when I'm on my phone. Whereas on my laptop, I'm really tempted to go back. Go back. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas on my phone, I can't. I just have to do what Nano does and just go straight mm, that's oh, good i'll tell you about yeah my downfall but later 
<laughs> it doesn't look like a downfall. It looks like a straight up downy. That's it. That's it. The opposite to downfall. Uh, now, we should be at 26, as we've said, 26 and a half, really. So let's go and have a look at what Tristan did last week. Last time we caught up with him, 17,573, which was very impressive. And he was well above the line of desire. So what's happened with all the speaking and all that sort of stuff that he's got up to? What's he done? Oh, oh, brutal. Below the line. He's got about ooh, five days there where it was fairly flat. 22,938. So we should Solid say effort, though. top of the leaderboard, yeah, if you don't mind. But, but within reach, I reckon I can take him. Yeah. <laughs> I can take you both. <laughs> Well, that's and the thing. I wanted to be. I wanted to be accessible. I wanted to be the <laughs> everyman, you know, though, yeah, so I could yeah. relate to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, right. Thanks. Yeah. We that appreciate must be that. Hard for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, set, well, because how do you? I want to know why. How I managed to get seventeen thousand in a week, and then sort of, you know, five or six thousand the next week. It's not not ideal, is it? But you know what? Um, you know what I did do that I'm happy about. Uh, I used to try to speak and travel and also write and just keep hammering out the words and get on my own back and whip myself and think why haven't you done the work and actually i sort of went oh i'm speaking it's okay i can either do a few words if it fits or you know what i mean and let myself off the hook if i, if I don't and um and i think that's probably a better way if you're gonna have a sustainable career as a writer maybe I think yeah. so too. I think we've all been a bit kinder to ourselves mm -hmm. um, this week because we just thought, okay, we'll do what we can do. So, and we still did good numbers. I'm saying, haven't heard from Adrian yet, mm. but the three of yeah. us have done really good numbers. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Have you been kind to yourself, Adrian? I, I hope not. Always I kind to myself. I mean, someone's got to be, Christy. I started <laughs> last time we spoke. Eight hundred and eighty-eight was my total. Uh, not proud of that. It wasn't my best work. Uh, <laughs> but a week later. I tell you what, we're looking at trying to get to 26,656, and I got to... I'm excited. I'm so excited. 3,794. So, wow. That's yeah. so much closer. <laughs> it is. And it's only like, you know, a sixth, a seventh of what uh, Tristan's done. So, you know, I'm, I'm closing in. If your yep. line was at a hospital, I'd mm. be very worried about you. resuscitating. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, so, you did three times as much as you did the week before, which is a 300% increase. Yeah, that's true. It's Imagine where I'll be effort. in a year's time. Well done, Adrian. We'll keep encouraging you. Um, you've only got next week, um, what, 33, 5,000 words to do? Oh, gosh. Something like that. Yeah, Adrian's wow. one of the one of the few of us who has has won every time. Though he's gotten to fifty thousand every time. What's changed between yeah. last year? I mean, between the other years you've done Nano Rhyme Row and this year you know, in your life, mate. That's uh, making <laughs> that's like good. a counselling session. <laughs> yeah. How what has changed? Work? Look, I had a, I had to think about this. I had to think about this. Um, what has changed was that I've done it twice and I've won it twice, and. Neither of them have, in my mind so far, have been worth it or gone anywhere, right? So I'm the sort of guy, and this is why I'm a plotter, not a, what am I? I'm not a pantser, I'm a plotter. You're uh, a, I, I, a planner. Everything I do, 
I want there to be a result. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. uh, I, I love these people that do the, like the, the mindful coloring in and, and, you know, Zanny who, who can, um, think about stuff and just sort of, and morning pages and all that sort of stuff, you know, all this kind of art for art's sake. I can't do that. I respect it, but I can't do it. It's got, there's got to be a result in everything I do. And so yeah. having come off two failed, well, not failed, I got through to the 50K, but they never went anywhere. So I'm like, well, part of my brain was like, why am I putting myself through this when it's, it's, I, I, you know, and so, and so I kind of found it hard to find the, the inspiration, I guess, the magic. but the magic, magic, yes. But then I, um, I, uh, I listened to an interview between, uh, Marion Keys and, um, Richard Osman. And he was talking about how he wrote the Thursday murder club. And he just wrote like little, in little snatches of time, he'd write 10 K. And then he'd put it aside and he didn't even, he didn't even know who the, um, uh, who the killer was until halfway through the, uh, writing the whole book. Like he didn't, he didn't plan it at all. And so I thought, well, I mean, if someone can write a crime novel pantsing it so well, one of the great crime novels recent times, and he just does it as a little bit of a, you know, side project that he gets to in between his other bits and pieces. I thought, well, you know, I might as well, um, take that approach and just, uh, uh, try and do art for art's sake and not think about what it's going to end up as. Okay, which has been really, really hard. <laughs> well, can I, can I suggest something? I found a, a note in an old notebook today because, you know, my project is going through these old notebooks. And I found a note that suggested, and it, it might not be true, and I apologise to Morris Gleitzman if he's listening to this, but my <laughs> was that um, Morris's approach to writing, you know, one of the once books or something, one of the Felix books or whatever, was to write um, six, seven, eight drafts of an outline of like a three-page outline, very tight, and just redrafting and redrafting and honing and honing and honing until he writes, you know, maybe maybe three drafts or something of the actual book. So he doesn't write many drafts of the book, but he really refines the outline. And I think that um, with Runt uh, that... Uh, that that's the that was the approach with Runt as well for for uh, Craig. He uh, yeah he uh, he outlined and he outlined the struck an outline for the movie and an outline for the book of this sort of central spine. And so maybe um, Adrian, you've got something in this. Maybe it isn't worth just churning out the words for words' sake. Maybe the outline and really refining that, and then writing something that's really worth it. Maybe that's a better way. And mm. Craig also said that he's very precise about what's he, what he puts on the page. And so he'd rather take the time to write the right words than go back and edit. Mm. Sorry if I paraphrased that, Craig, but that was from my memory. Yeah. No, I mean, so what the hell are we doing with this NaNoWriMo business? <laughs> well, no, on, on the flip never. side, on the flip side, Andy Griffiths, like his, his thing is um, after dinner to do hours and hours every day of just writing and just creating for hours and mm. that was his process to grow himself as a writer so mm. i feel like i'm still in the growth phase but i think you've got mm. to lean into you and your brain and what your time and capacity leans into and i just don't think you can feel guilty about any of that you know we all have yeah. very different lives we all have very different brains and capacities and i'm kind of you know i think i've gotten to a point where I, I'm, I'm tired of trying to be this or be that i just have to be who i am mm. And um, I went to the Bromley film premiere last night and David Bromley was incredible. He just has this brain where he just has to create constantly. So he was like, he's creating like 20 hours a day. Like that is not possible for most of us, but he just creates and creates and creates and creates and creates. But what 
what happens is that you become really good at what you do. Yeah. And so I just think, A, leaning into yourself and just not feeling any guilt or shame about however you create. I think you yeah. turn into whatever it is you do and do that. And maybe this is the golden age of Danny V because I was watching a doco <laughs> with uh, Larry David. Uh, who's Larry David? Who's the um, the comedian? Uh, no, what's his name? Yeah, uh, Larry David. Who was the who was the comedian who played Larry? Oh, oh was George Larry... Costanza. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, um, um, oh no, Larry. Da- oh no. Oh, am I thinking Larry Sanders? Sorry, I apologize. Oh, you took us down the Seinfeld path. Yeah, yeah. Larry Larry Sanders. Who yes. was the comedian? Anyway, there's a doco about the comedian who plays Larry Sanders, and he his um, suggestion Shandling. was that Gary Shandling. Thank you. I'm so sorry. We got there. Yeah. Yeah. Shandling says that you know comedians, you know, spend all this time just telling jokes and trying to be funny and trying to be someone else and trying to tell jokes like somebody else and blah blah blah, and then you get to a point where you finally let go and you finally become yourself and you become the youest you that you can possibly be, and that's when you really kind of hit your strap. So I think it's oh. sounding like Danny V's about to hit a straps with the magic. Oh. That's and the really, being myself. That's really encouraging, even if it's not for my writing for myself. And I think I've learned a lot about my brain this year. And so I've tossed all that stuff aside and criticisms and I've just gone, right, this is who I am. Embrace whatever brain I've got and let's go with that. So thank you. Mm. Yes. You're the Car- Gary Shandling of the nano game. <laughs> that's for sure. We finally, we finally got the name right. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, Christy, how are you feeling? Because you've, you've, I mean, you, you're not, you, you'd want to pick up the trajectory a little bit, but you're not that far off the line of desire. Well, I, I really relate to what you just said, Danny, about like leaning into who you are. So I'm producing more over NaNoWriMo than I usually would produce. So I'm really happy with that. And I think aiming just that little bit higher than I'm comfortable with is helping me outside my own limitations. So I'm writing more freely and I'm not editing and I'm just like getting it onto the page but I'm not beating myself up for missing out on 26 or whatever it is. episode, is that? <laughs> <laughs> but still I'm going to take you down, so there is that. Oh, okay, good juxtaposition. <laughs> yes, and in that last week, uh, in that last week, I've got, I've got a deadline next week for something else, and then in that last week, if Danny lets me off another deadline, I've got f- time to actually write, but she might not. Uh, she might she, she might have a, her eye on the prize and say, no, 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 you've got something you owe us. So that's fair enough. Look, and do you have a car, Adrian? Do you, granted, do you have a car? Adrian. Just need, get in your car. I need to sit in a car or an aeroplane. Yeah. Yeah. Lock the doors. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or buy a mystery flight. Uh, yes. mystery <laughs> flight. Oh, my God. Buy randomly around the state. Because yeah. I'd be the worst at a ride treat. I just want to talk to everyone. I need a mystery flight. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get four mystery flights and write a novel as we randomly fly around Australia to like <laughs> Wagga Wagga and Walgett and, you know. Oh, I think you're a genius, Tristan. Uh, I love it. So I, I want to hear what, now seeing as you've heard what Jack Heath has to say about writing quickly. Yeah. I mean, do we get to do we get to hear this wisdom also? Yeah, well, that's, that's only fair, isn't it? Don't you reckon, Danny V? Absolutely. All right. I feel like we need it. Well, uh, Jack, I I had a little sneaky peek at what Jack's up. Oh, uh, so you've listened to it too. Interesting. Oh. Wait a second. I had a sneaky peek at his total, what he's he's up to as of today. 
So uh, I just wanted to make sure he had the credentials, you know, the runs on the board, you know, mm. and he does. He's, uh, I mean, he isn't beating everyone here, but he's up to 22,316. So he's gone, gone along pretty strong. So, and he's done Nano many times. So, uh, And he's also published about 50 books. He has, exactly. So, he's probably also written three other books at the same time as he's, as he's written those 22,000 words, which you're is. probably right. Yeah. You know, right. He's, he's a machine. He's extraordinary, his output. He is. Yeah. All right, let's have a listen. He had a chat with uh, Danny V just a couple of days ago, and this, these are his, uh, his excellent tips for Nano. Welcome, Jack Heath. We love your work, how prolific you are. You are also doing NaNoWriMo. Are you already up to 50,000 words? I definitely am not. <laughs> so I am writing something called Choppy Water. Uh, a little while ago, basically, I was starting to get a little bit jealous of Chris Hammer because you know how like Who a Chris doesn't? Hammer book. Well, yeah, <laughs> and he's such a nice guy. He's like lovely. you can't even resent him for being so amazingly <laughs> successful because he's like this genuinely lovely dude. But um, I was saying to my publisher, I was like, okay, there's the Chris Hammer, for example, when his books come out, they're like a massive event. Everyone's always talking about them. Uh, what can I do to try to, um, to, to reach the Chris Hammer level? And, uh, and my publisher, Jane, who is also Chris's publisher, she was like, well, a good start might be writing a book with no cannibals in it. There's kind of like a natural cap to how many readers you can appeal to if you have an element that is going to put so many people off. I don't believe and... that. Cannibals are very endearing. <laughs> well, I am I'm extremely grateful for the enthusiasm of the Timothy Blake fan base. I don't regret <laughs> writing those novels, um, but I have found that suggestions from publishers tend to be good ones. Yeah, so, yep, agreed. And my publisher was like, I've always wanted to publish a novel, a murder mystery on a cruise ship. Ooh. And I said, okie dokie. So I wrote an outline and now I'm writing it. Fantastic. So 50,000 words for Nano, but this is kind of probably, you want it to be about 90? Uh, shooting for 80, I think. 80, I okay. Think that was so you'll go I a little was. bit past November, but you want to get your 50 locked down. Yeah, that's right. And obviously, I mean, typically with NaNoWriMo, you end up having um, uh, what what you've bashed out. You couldn't even necessarily call it a first draft. You'd have to kind of call it a draft zero because any time it occurs to you to go back and change something, mm, you're like, I don't have time can't. to change anything. I just have to keep, <laughs> that's keep what going. I keep Forward momentum. Um, <laughs> but in my case, I kind of uh, so obviously. I, I won't be submitting my book at the end of November yes. and I won't be submitting what I've written even by the end of December probably. Mm -hmm. I want to tinker with it a bit before I yeah. send it back. But yeah. I've also learned that sometimes it's not a bad idea to shoot for slightly under the word count and then any plot holes like so the other day I was working on a different book it was supposed to be 45,000 words long it was only 35,000 and I was like that's good because I reckon I've got about 10,000 words worth of plot holes that I need to go back <laughs> and fix so sometimes you you can err on the side of going back and adding things to fix problems rather than removing them to fix mm, problems and okay, sometimes yeah, sure. Yeah, that's but you can't do that in the month of November, right? We don't have time to go back and do uh, those things. I don't know. Actually, I've found sometimes with Nano, it's a great trick if you get stuck. Like just because uh -huh. you're stuck on the scene you're up to, that doesn't mean you're stuck on every scene. Yeah, that's so true. So you can go you back go, and still yeah, write yeah. words somewhere else in the novel, it's, not exactly. in words chronological. Words as far yeah, as yeah. Nano is concerned. Absolutely. Okay, that's a good point. So that's a good tip. So if you're stuck, go back to where there might be a plot hole or maybe you can expand something earlier in the novel or the manuscript and go back 
can fatten up spots earlier. That's a really good tip. Exactly. Yeah. Anytime you see a problem with your manuscript, try to think of it as an opportunity to mm. write more words. Okay. Like it, to, yeah. do, you, do you tag them as you go along? So you're writing, 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 you think, oh, I could do better up here or I need to change something. Do you highlight it or you just kind of remember it? Uh, as a general rule, so sometimes I'll highlight something. I don't like getting sucked down research rabbit holes. Yeah, so sure. I'm like really vulnerable to that. Yeah. So every now and again, I will type the computer I'm talking to you on now doesn't even have an internet connection. Um, so that means whenever I find something where I'm like, oh, I'm actually not clear on the real world details of this. So I'll like highlight that. So I remember to, okay, to that's fix good. it later. I reckon a general rule, so not just for nano, but general okay. rule, it's so always do your research, but it's okay to do it after. Okay. Like, and sometimes, very occasionally, you'll end up with a scene where you later do a bit of research and go, oh, that ruins the whole scene. But okay. you can usually find some clever solution and you'll end up with something more interesting. Okay. Whereas if you do the research first, then there's a risk you end up writing the same book as everyone else who did the mm, same I research. Like that. You know? yeah. All right. Any last minute hot tips, anything we should or shouldn't do? Yeah. Uh, so this is going to sound um, counterintuitive given that uh, the focus is on the words, but forget about the words. Like if every second of your time you spend kind of checking the word count thing is that's mental energy that you could be mm. better spent on your characters and your themes and your plot and stuff mm. and the goal is to kind of get into a flow state that's when you are the most productive yeah so, so uh yeah and sometimes it's okay to oh this is going to sound even more counterintuitive but <laughs> i don't know about you but get in nanorimo you kind of shoot for 1667 words per day because that times 50 equals mm. 50,000 words roughly and sometimes those first 1667 words they're like pulling teeth but then once they're done if you go like oh i'll just keep going and do a little bit more to get ahead sometimes you can double that and mm. those those last bits. So firstly, if you can do that, great. But it's also, I think it's because once you've beaten your word count, you stop thinking about the word count and then let immerse yourself in the story. Yeah. So try just giving yourself a goal of 100 words a day. And, and go, smashed it. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> at the end, kind of at November 30, you, for the first time, check your word count and go like, wow. Oh, imagine doing words. that. Amazing. Oh, that would stress me out, I think. You'll indulge me one final tip. Absolutely. It's very important in nano, but I think for any, any time you're trying to write a book, no matter what month of the year it is, have fun, not just because that's good life advice generally, but the reader can feel it. Like yeah, when agreed. the author is having fun, the reader is usually having fun. It's enthusiasm is yet another one of those things that chat GPT isn't very good at. No. So you um so don't don't forget that you're doing this to entertain yourself and your reader and just so just embrace kind of yeah. your silly side Ooh, embrace your yeah. silly side good, good advice there from Jack. Jack. yeah you got a lot of a lot of juice out of that interview can i i have a bone to pick with um with jack heath though i'm both inspired by his by his um advice but also how do you write an outline for a story? Um, you know, your, your publisher says, oh, um, I, I've, I've always wanted to publish an, a, a novel set on a cruise ship. And he says, right, I'll knock up an outline. He does the outline. The, the publisher loves it. And then he goes to write the thing. And then he's like, oh, I wouldn't hand in, it in at the end of November, probably not at the end of December. I'd be like, 
you know, it, it, 2028 December kind of thing. I might, I might get something. I don't understand. Like, he, he might give them something that, that would be, like, quite first drafty with a polish. My stuff is, isn't – I don't feel that my stuff is readable at that, at that level. So I'm really impressed by people who can get that level of polish so early. Well, he's definitely prolific and has some sort of magic about how much he's output, so – yeah. Well done, Jack. We love you. I tell you mm. what, the, the theme that's emerging is just don't worry. Just don't worry. Be happy. It's like Bobby Bobby McFerry. Is that his name? It's yeah. like, it's like uh, you know, don't worry about the word count. You know, just relax. Put your feet up. Just do what you like. I mean. I don't think it's put your feet up. I think oh, it's don't obsess about the words. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think they have taken it down a different path. <laughs> I'm just do you think so? Like in terms of that happiness thing, if you all reflect on the times that you've written something when you have been relaxed and happy and you thought it was going really well versus the times that you're really like, do you think that it is actually that it does result in better um, stories when you are relaxed and happy or, or is it a bit of a mixed bag? You know, what's your... What's I, your... I thrive on stress and anxiety, Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like I to. It's chicken and the egg. Yeah, like if, yeah. I'm, I'm, if it's going well, I feel good. If it's not going well, I don't feel good. It depends on when the deadline is, because if you don't have a deadline, then I'll faff about and I'll make a you know a fun playlist and I'll uh, you know <laughs> I'll, I'll have a, a you know my favourite iced coffee. Um, looking for sponsorships, if there's any iced coffee people out there, uh, and and uh, I'll really sort of lean into it and just relax. And but but if I've got a deadline, all that stuff goes out the window. All the fun goes out the window, and I've just got to got to bang it out but some people say that um when you're reading it back uh you can't tell but uh from mm. jack's from jack's advice it sounds like he feels like you can you do pick up on those little subconscious things that you put in when you're having when you're having fun now tristan you do the soundtracks and all that sort of stuff don't you yeah i mean more out of desperation kind of thing and needing <laughs> to, you know needing to keep the words going so i do i do listen try to listen to music that kind of resonates with the story um and get into a certain mood i got into a car the other day and somebody had it on uh abc classic fm and i was dri driving along and listening to it and i was like and all these ideas started to come so i'm wondering if i should start listening to classical when i'm when i'm writing a book mm, that's interesting. It takes you to all these different places and moods and it's very emotional you know there's research on that tristan about classical music and what it does to the creative brain so mm. you might be onto something yeah i broke the nano cardinal rule this week of not editing because I spoke to Jack and he was like, if you haven't found, you know, I was a bit stuck and like I said, I had zero magic. And so I broke the rule. Oh, Adrian, not going to be happy. And I went right back to the beginning of a manuscript and edited 12,500 mm, words. Wow. And, that's and you found I the magic. But I did find the magic. But so did, did it bring the word count down or did it balloon it, it out it, a bit? Uh, by a thousand words, it ballooned it out. So yeah, nice. Yeah. So it was okay, but it took like three days to 1,000 words because yeah. I... That's my case. But then through mm -hmm. that, I found what I think is the magic of the piece which propelled it forward. So it was yeah. actually, yeah. it was like I had to take three steps back to then take yeah. a couple forward. So mm -hmm. for me, it was worth it. I didn't make 26, but stoked with 20. Mm. That's great. Very good. All right. Well, are we all feeling good? I mean, next time we meet, we've got to, we're meeting in a week's time uh, and we should, if we're... If we're following the line of desire, the much lauded line of desire, we should be at 36,652 
words. Uh, Danny was pulling some faces. Danny, are you feeling like you'll get there? What? How well, do you think the next week's going to go? Let me just do the math. 16,000 words by seven. That's 2,285 words a day. I need to be on a lot of planes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're going to have Qantas points, that's for sure. Yeah. And I don't, I don't tend to write on the weekends either. Like I try to have a weekend, you know, I've always tried with my family and my wife and, you know, you want to feel like you're a human as well as mm. a writer. So I've, I'm packing mine into five days. So that's going to be interesting if we've got to try to knock out, you know, 15,000 words, so 3,000 words a day. Mm. But don't you write at the crack of dawn? Aren't you up like? I do. The, yeah. I get the words for free between about 5.30 and 7.30. I get the words with almost no pain whatsoever and they just, if I can stay focused and not get distracted. Yeah. You know, I, I can be surprised by how many words, whereas the, after that time, like after 8.30 or 9.30, it's sort of like it's, it's you know, I'm thinking too much. Mm. I love how all our brains work differently. Mm. But I love that you're the morning person. I'm just the, in the cracks of time, I'll just find time and whatever time of day it is, midnight, whatever, I'll just yeah. write. Mm. So it's interesting. Yeah. So, Avery, what, what are these uh, minimal thousand words that you've, Pulled together. What project uh, are you doing? Uh, I, I'm. I've gone backwards. Uh, so I've completely dis. I've really? completely disregarded uh, my YA. Uh, you know, dalliance. Um, and now I'm. Uh, I'm think. I'm doing sort of a mystery. Um, and I. I don't know if you remember. I'm, I'm, one of the ideas I was tossing up with was a Christmas mystery. So I've gone back Ooh. to that. You and can submit that by December. I could and <laughs> <laughs> via Elf. Okay. <laughs> or I could go down the chimney at, at a publisher's place. That'd be kind yeah, of fun. Yeah. That, that probably hasn't been done before. They'd love that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, but but like it's like uh, it's like I was saying. I don't really. It's kind of the one of those. Oh, this is completely out there for me. Completely out there. I I normally have a plan. I normally have a vision. I normally have a dream. <laughs> I to say this is becoming a TED talk. <laughs> but I don't know at the moment. I'm doodling around. I, I, Christmas I, mystery is intriguing, though. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Christmas tree. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> or Mistmas. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. Mistmas. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I'll keep I'll keep sort of playing, and 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 I really have to switch off my brain to do that because it's just not me. But um. I want to see how many words I can get, um, particularly towards the end of the month, where I'll, I know I'll have a bit more free time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my month is opening wide up. Oh, now, yeah. Now, as of now? Oh, yeah. Oh, as of next week? Whoo! You better look out. I'm so we're all going to have a strong finish. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think next week's my opportunity to to knock it out, and then I get busy in the final week. So I think unless if I'm if I'm if I'm under the line of desire next week, it's all over. Oh no! Uh, no I may not make it, so I'm going to have to really yeah go for it. But look, I I feel like we've sort of gotten this has been a good writerly episode, don't you reckon? I, I've sort of learnt a lot from yeah. different ap approaches and things. So I feel a bit inspired actually talking about the magic and talking about just leaning into who you are and what you need yeah. to do and not beating ourselves up and being a bit kinder. So I actually feel really positive. So hopefully this propels me to do more. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I've learned no cannibals. Like I'm just going to go back and do a little bit of editing <laughs> of my manuscript. <laughs> yeah. God, you'll have nothing left. <laughs> 
Uh, are there any other major challenges anyone needs any help with or uh, will that do us for today? Look, I think I'm, I'm feeling good. Feeling I'm feeling good. Um, inspired by that. And and because Christy's um, thrown down the gauntlet that she's going to try and take yeah. out Ooh. this week, I feel particularly, um, you know, focused and inspired. And if I don't write the words, I, I feel like I might just make up that I did so that she doesn't. Oh, that's <laughs> outrageous. Oh, well, we're gonna have to, gonna have to, okay, then we're going to have to send each other our manuscripts if that's the case. Okay. Holy moly, no way you're reading okay. mine. It's awful. Uh, Adrian, can you have that little foretold uh, thingy up? Because I've got something. Okay, you've got something to foretell? You. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're all pretty close, the three of us, but the mm -hmm. next time we meet, I think Adrian is going to beat us all. The dark horse that he will be. Really? It is foretold. <laughs> <laughs> I love your optimism, Danny. The next time we meet is when I have to hand in another <clears throat> book that I'm working on, which I'm well behind on. So the chances are low, but uh, look, I love your optimism and you've got to foretell something these days. So <laughs> <laughs> might as yeah. well be a big comeback story. Well, yeah. thank you, Danny, for foretelling. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good luck, everybody. Yes. Good luck for the week ahead. And good luck to all the people out there that are also doing the on the nano journey as well. It is the halfway mark. This is the mark. This is the point where often people might fall away and lose some of the fire. So no, keep the fire going. Stay it's with like us. the third yeah. quarter in the grand final. This is where you really got to make it count. And then what the if, final quarter will take after it's take Whatever care. you yeah. have to do, find the magic and keep going. That's and do, remember to tweet and Instagram us and um, keep us up to date on how many words you are. And in the next episode, um, we'll have to remember to read out, you know, who's who's done how many words. Yeah. So um, make sure. Make sure before, you know, Wednesday or Thursday next week that you send us your uh, your word count. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Good you luck, people. can't sell half a manuscript. Finish it. Finish it. Keep going. Keep going. That's right. Nice. Find Get the to magic. the end. Do it. Yeah. Find the magic. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Nano Game. This is a Words and Nerds spin-off series. If you're on The Nano Journey with us, we hope you're smashing out the words. See you next time on The Nano Game. Meow.